0: I have with me, and and a lot of you know that in America today, unfortunately, everyone is saying Black Lives Matter, right? But they don't act like Blue Lives Matter. And that's a horrible mistake to make in America or anywhere else, really. If we get rid of Blue Lives, you can hang it up, say goodbye. I have with me Joseph Imperatrice. He is the head of Blue Lives Matter New York. And, uh, Joseph, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Jesse. And, you know, you're one of the first people ever to pronounce my name correctly the first time. So thank you for that.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) I was so nervous about it, man. (laughs) I had to say it over and over again this morning. (laughs) I really appreciate you. So, Joseph, you are the head of Blue Lives Matter New York. What is going on in America today? Why is all this happening?
1: Jesse, it's it's so hurtful because I have so many brothers and sisters from all different backgrounds that wear that uniform, and that blue unites all of us. And I like to call it the All Star Team of the United States because people from all around the world become police officers to make the world a better place. Yes, um, it, it's so crazy in 2020 how we see the divisiveness of certain groups that have an agenda that are trying to break us apart. You know, you would think that a person like you and I would never walk down the street together, which is completely false. Yeah. You know, it's completely false. And uh, it really hurts me because being an active police officer in New York, I'm seeing the shootings go through the roof. And unfortunately the facts are that mostly minority individuals are being the victims. The groups that are standing up and screaming, why aren't they there helping people? The three-year-old in Chicago, three years old, my son is going to be three, that was shot and killed by a stray bullet. Yeah. Where where are the activists? That's, that's what hurts me so much because there's so many innocent people out there that are affected by all this brutality over nonsense. And it needs to stop. Uh, we need to just come together and figure it out and work together because it's powers and numbers that really makes a change.
0: Why do you think that uh, the... The government of these cities, uh, police chiefs and mayors and and governors and, and people like that are like, they're like standing back and allowing this to happen. They would rather attack the police force than to deal with the criminals. Why are they, I mean, I don't understand it. Why are they not doing something about all this?
1: What was the quote you just said, your biblical verse, something about perfection? Is it even possible, right? Right. Yes.
0: That? Is perfection well, was, possible? Yep
1: almost like morale. it's having ethics it's standing up for something as law enforcement is that even possible nowadays we see police chiefs kneeling with individuals that the night before and the night of yeah. were throwing bricks at police cars that are still going out there and throwing bottles we see it all the time there's a video that went viral about harlem new york where they pretty much were just throwing stuff at the police officers the other night um, you can't give in just like parents if you let your children get away with things they're going to keep doing it but if you stand up you smack them on the on the hand and say enough is enough you're not doing it things stop and, yes. and that's not what we're seeing right now
0: but why not joseph i don't understand why not why they know better these are adults
1: even as a person in uniform and so many different people in uniform <laughs> We're asking ourselves the same questions. Why aren't we standing up for what is right? Why aren't we protecting the individuals that need it most? Everything, especially in my hometown of New York, is just defying logic. It's wanting to defund the police, but crime is at an all-time high in between a 5- and 25-year record. You know, this isn't all unicorns and rainbows to where everyone's holding hands and singing Kumbaya. There's a lot of crime happening. And normally, normal police operations, you would add more. You would add different units. Right. unit for let's say quality of life whether you would add more foot posts but for whatever reasons these politicians have a hold on their police chiefs and that's where it's going wrong
0: um uh, gun violence has gone up in new york about 358 percent is that as a result of handcuffing the police the police officers there
1: Jesse, if I told you that we're going to have stores, we're going to leave the doors wide open and we're going to have nobody inside to watch anything, do you think people would just walk inside and just start taking things knowing that? (laughs) Right. Right? More than likely, right? Yes. Just like in New York City, what'd they do? Well, we're going to go on live TV and say that we're taking away our plainclothes officers. The guys that go out there, the guys and gals that go out there and take the worst of the worst people off the streets, the guys and gals that put fear into the hardcore criminals carrying guns to make them not want to do it. Well, guess what? Now those criminals said, ha-ha, those guys aren't going to come after us anymore, so what's going to happen? We're going to do whatever we want, and we're seeing that firsthand in New York City and across the nation.
0: Yeah, and I read that plainclothes uh, police officers were just banned in New York, and um, what is it like for the officers to know that They cannot do their job now. You know, they—they as you said, they became police officers for a reason. They want to protect the innocent. What is it like to stand back and watch all this happen and you can't do anything about it?
1: Jesse, it's so odd putting on a uniform, right? Seeing police officers put in a uniform. And lately, within 48 to 72 hours, politicians are putting them into handcuffs for literally doing their job. It's Morale is is at an all-time low right now because nationwide, this isn't just one police department. There's no direction. It's just you can't put your hands on somebody. You can't go after the bad guy. And the majority of videos that we're seeing, it's people that are putting themselves in the situation for some kind of criminal activity. It's not just police officers stopping an individual for no reason. Somebody, a complainant, is actually calling 911 asking for help. The police are showing up. And all of a sudden, when they have to take police action, the world is saying, well, the person that put themselves there should have no accountability. It's a police officer's fault. And it's it's absolutely mind boggling. It's defying logic and officers are literally going to get more hurt and possibly killed because they're going to start being a reactive, not proactive force.
0: That's amazing. I noticed that in America today, you hear this this phony saying that Black Lives Matter, you hear all that crap. And some people are pretending that uh, the police, uh, something called police brutality and all that, that that's the problem of white supremacists or systemic racism. They are using all these terms that are not true when we all know. That not all, not all, not all, not all, but most black people are suffering due to the lack of moral character of not having fathers and mothers in the home to raise them. I grew up in Alabama under a plantation, I mean, on a plantation under the Jim Crow law. We never had these issues happening because we had fathers and mothers who were married and being good examples, and the kids knew that we all knew that if we went out and did some crap like this, we would have to pay the price. If the cop didn't get us, the parents would. Um, We were taught to work and to treat people uh, the way that we would like to be treated, all people. And now that the family, the black family is broken, they've been broken for a long time now, and these people are immoral people who are carrying on like this. They are full of hate. They have no respect for themselves or others. And instead of dealing with that, Dealing with the family, rebuilding the family. They're blaming it on the cops. They're blaming it on white people. They're blaming it on everybody but the real cause. How are they expect to resolve the problem if they don't deal with the real issue?
1: Well, Jesse, you just touched on it. It all starts at home, no matter what background you come from. Right. a family, and your parents hold you accountable and teach you, and you have faith in God or in some type of religion. You follow that, and you treat your neighbor as you want to be treated yes. yourself. I want to also touch on something you first said. Black lives have always mattered. No one's not saying it hasn't. And, of course, everyone's life does. We're all human beings. We're all created equal. But the problem is, is these activists, they they don't believe that, that 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 matters. Because here we are in New York City, over 100 shootings this last week, right? Not one bullet was fired from a police officer's firearm right not one but we don't see a politician standing in front of a podium saying we need to stop this right we don't see people saying let's defund the politicians that are not doing anything to help us and the one thing that i learned very early on in my career as a rookie is no matter what your background was no matter if you lived in a, an apartment building or a private house those individuals were very hard workers about 90 to 95 percent of people in low-income neighborhoods are phenomenal individuals. They're great. They love the police. It's just a small group of knuckleheads that make it hard for them. But that doesn't mean people that want to live in those neighborhoods deserve to live in fear, deserve to walk outside of their house and have mobs of people just acting out. That's not fair to them. Everyone deserves to go home and feel safe. And I I really don't like the direction that we're allowing this nation to get with saying, hey, go out, do whatever you want, scream and yell the loudest, because that's when we're going to give you what you want. It's completely wrong
0: so joseph why why isn't there a major discussion about the real cause of all this and that is due to the destruction of the family these people need fathers and mothers to be good examples and guide them why isn't that discussion happening in a beat way
1: in my personal opinion right what i see is Everyone's afraid of coming out and being even labeled a racist or say that you don't know what you're talking about or how dare you say something like this. You're a little bit older than me. Back in the day, people had tough skin. You could joke around. Comics could joke. We could sit in a room together and laugh. Now you have to worry about every word that you say. But yet We have rap still going on, talking about guns, drugs, prostitution, disrespecting police officers. That's okay. But God forbid you and I have a normal conversation as as normal people talking about issues. It's how dare, you know, the two of you guys speak about something like that. It's off the wall and we need to go back to having thicker skin, being able to tackle things head on and not diverting it. That's what we do. We turn a blind eye, we sweep it under the rug, and we just allow things to happen instead of standing up and saying no. Because if we stood up for a lot of the stuff going on, these riots, the first night, if the police officer stood up and said, no, we're not gonna tolerate you guys breaking in. Yeah. We're not gonna tolerate you guys throwing rocks and bricks. We're gonna lock everyone you up, and guess what? You're not just staying for 10 hours or 12 hours. You're spending the weekend in jail. Yeah. Well, people are gonna think twice. But if they know, ah, screw these cops, they have no power, we're going to be let out in a couple hours with a ticket, of course they're going to push the system and take advantage of it.
0: So is it? So, there are people out there who be, would say that it is racist to say that these folks who are doing all these committing crimes and carrying on this way uh, is due to the, the destruction of the family. Is that racist? To say that
1: yeah, I don't believe I personally don't believe it is. I, I just believe that we're trying to put morals back into family lives and try to get people on the right track. It's being ethical. It's wanting to see the right things happen. But what I've noticed, especially on social media, I think social media might be one of the worst things that's ever happened to the human race. To be quite honest with you, and yeah, allowing phones to record whatever people want, I, I think it's done a lot more damage because all people do is argue. If you don't believe in that person's um opinions you're you're labeled sensitive you're labeled a racist i see it firsthand every day and if it wasn't for my organization i wouldn't be on because there's no winning it's it's speaking to people that are unintelligent that listen to people that just get in front of a podium with zero experience and they're sheep they they listen to the non-factual things and jesse that's a big problem today too people don't go off of facts everything is an opinion and that's a problem uh
0: Are people aware that Black Lives Matter, the organization itself, was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians who do not believe in God? They don't believe in the order of the family. They don't believe in anything that's good. Are they aware that they're following people who are of Satan rather than of God?
1: That's the problem. So and and me, too, I've never had a reason to look on their website. And one of my detectives within the last couple of weeks shows it to me. And the entire site has nothing to do with bettering communities of people of color. It all says it's for the Democratic Party, yeah. that we're raising funds for the Democratic Party. What the hell does that have to do with really wanting to make a change in the lives of individuals that need it most? Nothing. Right. It's, it's a complete hoax. It's wrong, where's Al Sharpton marching? You know, where's Hawk Newsom from New York? Where is he marching? Where are all these individuals standing up front chanting and screaming at the police in their faces, when like I said, there were five children, five children killed by stray bullets in Chicago, a three-year-old, but no one's, I don't wanna say no one's speaking of it, but the people that have a voice in politics, they're not speaking of it. Right. But yet, if a police officer was involved in some type of shooting, right or wrong, on video or not, they're getting chastised and they're trying to put them behind bars. It's like you said, people just are, are following instead of standing up and saying, wait a minute, this is a lot of nonsense. You know, we can't buy into this. That's not what's happening. And the majority of people like ourselves, that really believe in helping one another and writing yeah. the ship. We sit behind closed doors and we'd rather text than push back. And I'm not saying push back with violence, but push back with your voices. Yes. You know, we sit back and say, we're going to wait till November to voting. We have another five months of this stuff. You know, we can start writing the ship now. Why wait till then?
0: This is uh, these types of things. Are the the violence and the false accusation of racism and blaming others is right up Al Shopton's alley. He loves this type of violence. He loves blaming white folks. It's yeah. good for him when this kind of things happen. And i am being told that they got Hawk Newsom. Yes, sir. Um, he is the uh, New York. Black Lives Matter leader, would not come on my show. Uh, We have invited him to come on.
1: I don't know if you saw the New York Post. The actual Black Lives Matter organization, which I believe has 14 chapters nationwide, said that Hawk isn't even part of the Black Lives Matter New York movement and that the chapter is actually suspended. So he goes on talking about how he's a member of it, um, all this nonsense, but they came out in the Post and you can check (laughs) it. He's not even, technically, he's not even a part of it uh, as per them. So he's going out there. and I'm not saying he's not a hoax, but his parents were part of, I believe, the Black Liber- Liberation Army or uh, the Black Panthers back in the day. He's from the Bronx. But in his article, he comes out and this is listen, this is one of the most racist things I think you could ever say is they do not want. Well, he does not want white people living in the Bronx he doesn't feel like a white person deserves to live in the Bronx because it raises their rent. It takes away from their culture. But this is what he's preaching. He's talking about arming one another so they could fight back against the cops. What good is that? What any person in their right mind would look and say, this person's not trying to solve the issue. They're trying to, you know, fan yeah. the flames. It's it's right in front of us. But the, the people marching, they don't want to believe it. And it's all factual.
0: You know, man, uh, I. It's amazing to me how good is allowing evil to be so destructive nowadays in this country. I want to ask you, hardly a day goes by when white people are not beat up, robbed, murdered, uh, accused, false accusations. Uh, If one white person say white power, all of a sudden, oh, everybody's so afraid, but black people can say black power and burn and do everything. How do you feel about white people being attacked and they are not able to defend themselves and they can't get support from the police because the officer's hands are tired as well? How do you feel about that?
1: I, I do a lot of listening. And lately, someone said the same, com- same thing you just brought up is there's a lot of people out there that say black power and that's perfectly OK. There's nothing wrong with that. But the same person said, God forbid, white power, or Hispanic power, or Asian power, the world goes in an uproar. I think it was Morgan Freeman that I was watching that said a quote a while ago and, and he said, You know how we're gonna end racism is I'm gonna stop calling you a black man and you're gonna stop calling me a white man. We're just men. And if we're able to start working together and see each other as human beings instead of putting this barrier, my friend, my good friend, Chaz Palmentary from the Bronx there, right, Sonny, he said it, We're not born racist, you know, we learn right. to be racist. And he's true, it's yeah. right. We need to come together more and The issue I have is we do already come together, but it's a small group of complete ignorant individuals that's making it seem like the world doesn't live and coincide. And we need to kind of stand up for once and say, we're not dealing with your nonsense no more. We're not feeding into it. Let the cops go in, clean up shop, and let's get back to normal lives where we all can live together and live as one.
0: So what should white people do in these times
1: no, I don't, I don't think it's really just a, a one-person issue, Jesse. I think it's everyone, because people of all different backgrounds are frustrated with what's going on. I, I speak to a lot of people, you know, the police department I work for, we're all diverse, and we're a family, we're not co-workers, and they say the same thing. It's, we're so fed up. This isn't what we believe in, and my opinion. And I'm so glad I've said it from the beginning. We need more people of color speaking up and saying, "No, this is nonsense. What's going on?" Yeah. Because if I say the same thing, someone looks at me and says, "You know what? Push Joe's opinion off to the side." But I want people to hear their side. I want them to say, "No, we don't. We're not down with this. We right. this but we're not for it." And that's what we have to do. We need to come together and the people that really feel like, "Wow, this is this is something I'm not. I don't agree with, no matter what color their skin is." You know, stand together, support one another, stand side by side and let them speak their mind and say, no, 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 we're not going with this.
0: And you're right about that, uh, Joseph. But the reality is right now, white people are under attack. They are the most hated species on this side of heaven for no reason. They have they had nothing to do with slavery. They had nothing to do with Jim Crow. As a matter of fact. That's not the reason black people are out of control at all anyway. It has nothing to do with slavery or Jim Crow or any of that. And white people are under attack. What advice would you give them to protect themselves?
1: Well, one thing is, is it's the other white people. It's, We see the white people marching with Black Lives Matter signs. Yeah. And there are black people. And those are the people saying, we hate whites. And meanwhile, I look and I say, (laughs) you're white. You know, I put a post up on social media recently. And the problem I see is we see a lot of these young 18-year-olds and into the young 20s that are white, that live with mommy and daddy, that are still being spoon-fed, that don't pay their car insurance and their car payment, never paid for college. Mommy still tucks them up at night. But yet they're going out there and saying, we hate white people well, look in the mirror. Maybe you're the issue. You're the, you're the person spewing all this hate. You know, look at the color of my skin. I'm, I'm an Italian American, but I'm not talking about any nonsense or anyone hating one another or, but yet you're white and you're saying all this crap. So look in the mirror and and mommy and daddy. I, I really blame dad a little bit because I don't know about you, but I got my little buck kicked uh, when I was younger by my father. If I stepped out. Yes. The whole you know, yeah. these kids, obviously, you know, they're, they're being, pet. you know, mommy and daddy are petting their head and give them ice cream cones and no, 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 no. Mommy and daddy need to take responsibility and try to pull back their kids or kick them out the house and give them some responsibility and say, you want to march, you know, of a crap that you have no idea about. You know, you want to talk about things that you have no idea about. They've never even been stopped by the cops. They look like puss in boots from Shrek when they get stopped by the cops with their big eyes. You know, <laughs> but yet they want to talk about how, uh, you know, there's police brutality. And I've been a police officer nearly 15 years. And it uh, none of this stuff that they're talking about on TV goes on – even remotely close to, to what individuals are making it seem like. And most of these people are the white people that are saying it. And, and it really, that frustrates me more than anything.
0: Are you I, afraid of being called a racist?
1: You know, I'm, I'm, I hear it all the time, Jesse. I, I've heard it from day one. People said, well, blue lives matter is racist. Well, really? Because the last time I checked, blue wasn't a skin color. Right. My organization was founded after Rafael Ramos and Wen Jin Liu were assassinated on December 20th, 2014, for wearing a uniform, a Hispanic and Asian male. And ever since then, we've raised over $1.5 million to help police officers nationwide of all backgrounds, of all colors. Yeah. So I've been labeled the racist, but I turn around and say, wait a minute, if I'm a racist because I help people no matter what they look like, well, you know what, call me a racist then, because I know in my heart I'm not.
0: One, uh, Two other questions. They had this guy funeral, George something out of uh, Minneapolis, And they gave that guy a funeral that was fit for a king. Oh, yes. And and I was blown away by that. And and in reality, they could care less about George Flores or George Flores Mama or anybody else. But they used that to pretend they cared about black people and Black Lives Matter, all that crap. Were you surprised that they, they had a hoist and carrot? they? We, it was better than Jesus Christ's funeral. It was you, better than
1: Princess Diana's funeral.
0: <laughs> yeah. Were yeah. you surprised to see that mess?
1: That hurt me. And why it hurt me so much is there was an individual, a black male, who was, I believe, 77 years old. You know this story. The retired sheriff who was defending property during the riots. Yeah. And he was shot and killed. But his funeral wasn't, wasn't that. And meanwhile, he served his entire life going out there, protecting people that he didn't even know for his entire life. Yeah. There's officers 150 plus on average a year that are killed in the line of duty, and they don't get funerals like that. So this that, that was hurtful. And those are people, and I think we can both agree, I, I think this is the first time in American history that what happened to Mr. Floyd was completely off the wall. No officer should ever, to any extent, ever treat a human being like those officers did. 100%, I do not agree with it. But... Let's remove that part of it and let's see what led up. Mr. Floyd and the individual from Georgia that we're all praising were career criminals. Mr. Floyd (laughs) kicked in a door, did a home invasion, confirmed, factual, held a loaded firearm to the to the stomach of a pregnant woman looking for drugs and guns. He did stints in and out of jail, but yet we're praising him and other people by putting angel wings on them and doing murals and making it seem like they lived like Jesus Christ or Martin Luther King Jr., and they didn't. You know, Martin Luther King Jr., he died trying to unite the world, wearing a a, a suit and tie, the most classy individual out there, standing at the Lincoln Memorial saying, we need to join one another. I still have that picture of Martin Luther King arm-in-arm walking with all people of color, uh, white, black, Asian, arm-in-arm trying to make a difference those are the people that should have been praised not not someone like mr. Floyd that once again put himself in a situation being on drugs going into a store committing whether it was a misdemeanor or a felony for forgery and then giving the officers a hard time which I still do not condone him losing his life in police custody that's not what I'm saying whatsoever but we can't praise criminals for putting themselves in bad situations
0: but he he put uh, the Floyd the Floyd guy put himself in that situation by being a criminal, by resisting arrest, by being like that, you can't blame the cop. May or may not been wrong with the knee thing for so long, but I blame Floyd for putting himself in that. See, he responsible he his drugs, life.
1: Yeah. If he wasn't on drugs, he didn't go into that store, and he didn't try pulling the wool over the the, the um, cashier's face. You know, face that would have never happened.
0: That's right. That's you know, right. If the other
1: individual in Georgia wasn't drunk in a drive-through, sitting in a car, intoxicated. He would have never been in a situation to take a taser from a police officer. And he
0: fought with the cop. (laughs) He ran from the cop. He shot at the cop. And yet the cops are to blame rather than that thug.
1: Yes, sir. And that's what's wrong with this world right now. And a lot of people wanted cops with body cameras, right? They wanted dash cams and they have it. But now the material, even when it's clear as day, still isn't good enough. They still try to spin it. So no matter how much evidence they have, they're still going to try to turn it in their narrative and make people believe that even though they're seeing one thing, it's it's a completely different thing.
0: Amazing. Is it true that 300 police officers have filed for retirement in New York?
1: So my belief is, and that was a couple of weeks ago, Jesse. So since COVID happened, right? Go back to March. I believe the numbers are higher and hovering more around the 700 to 1,000 mark. That includes officers that you know were sick, um, getting out on disability. That's people that are vesting out, just saying, you know what, I'm done. Those are people that are putting in their papers with over 20 years on, and you're going to see more. I think after this whole wave of the overtime and the protests, I think we're going to lose, you know, probably close to 1500 to 2000 when this is all said and done. That's, that's my personal opinion.
0: When I become uh, president of this great nation, after the great white hope is done, Donald Trump, I think he's done. <laughs> I'm going to outlaw uh, cameras and police cars and hats and all that crap because it's just making things worse. Um, Joseph, what is a man? What is a man? Yes.
1: A man is someone that stands up for what is right. A person that is just, it's a leader. It's someone that you look up to. It's almost like a hero.
0: Joseph, I wish you well. If there is anything that I can do to help at all, let me know. And I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. I know you're a busy man. And thank I, you and absolutely appreciate it do you is there a website or any information you want to give yes, out sir.
1: So, so people can follow us and all the good things we do facebook is blue lives matter nyc on twitter at blue lives nyc my personal page joseph imperatrice and our website is bluelivesmatternyc.org so everybody knows 100 percent of the proceeds go to helping the families of officers killed in the line of duty nationwide or diagnosed with a
0: life-threatening disease. When blue lives matter, I agree with you 100%. And let the police, uh, the whole force, know that we are on their side. We are not for this Black Lives Matter crap. It has no meaning. It means nothing. It's just a way to to destroy America as we know it. So not all black people for this mess that's happening right now.
1: Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate it. May God bless you.
0: And God bless you. And thank you again for coming on. Thank you, sir. All right. Amazing. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. it's a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.